Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Stu Gatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. I have been enjoying ice-cold Miller Lights for as long as I can remember. In fact, I enjoyed some over the weekend. As the Knicks beat the Sixers in advance of the second round, me and my friends, we sat around, we celebrated. With ice-cold Miller Lights, what did we do? We made fun of Joel Embiid. Ah, I love it, the Knicks. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We have reached the Elite Eight of the World Cup. I'm just trying to put it in perspective for Stugatz on what we're looking at here. You okay, love an Elite Eight. You. In co- you love an Elite Eight in college basketball. How excited are you for the Elite Eight in the World Cup? Mm-hmm. I'd be more excited if I, the United States did what we expected them to do, which is breeze through the Netherlands and, and find a spot in the Elite Eight, but that was not the case. But 
I have grown to appreciate soccer a little bit through this World Cup, and so I am excited for uh, for the Elite Eight. It's win or go home, right? I mean, it is win or go home. Greg, how would you just blanket statement the U.S.'s World Cup making it to the the round of 16, getting eliminated? Success about what you expected or disappointment? About what I expected. Um, they needed to win the knockout round, beat the Netherlands in advance. I think to really gather people's attention nationally and, and like make you think, wow. I like that, actually. You know what? You right. don't get to say, <clears throat> excuse me, you don't get to say exactly what you expected. It either has to be a disappointment or a success. I'm yeah. disappointed. Yeah, good. You should be disappointed because yeah. I, like, I don't get the, pro- like, people talking about progress with U.S. soccer. They've been as far as they were in this World Cup before. Yes. The point is, is to get past it's fine to get out of the group. It was exciting. Christian Pulisic scored with his penis. All that was fantastic, okay? But then once you get out of the group stage, it'd be nice for them to win a game, maybe make a magical run towards the semifinals or finals. In the United States, they didn't go any further than they've been before. So this progress and this notion and this theory, and this is what I've always railed against with U.S. soccer, and I should be doing this when the Elite Eight is upon us, but I'm going to do it anyway, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that all these kids are going to go out and buy soccer balls and all of a sudden become big-time soccer players. And that's not nothing happened here at this World Cup, at least in my mind, Greg, that is going to promote growth of U.S. men's soccer here in the United States. Just that's my opinion. But we've already forgotten about it. I would agree with that. I, I would because imagine what we're missing right now. Had had we beaten Netherlands, yes. Right now we're getting ready to watch U.S. versus Argentina. One of that's the great a game hours of international. Yeah. That's a game changer. I mean. You go into an Argentina match, and you, and you're all of a sudden you're thinking if the United States beats Argentina, this is a watershed moment. This is a this is a no turning back. We have arrived moment, and we didn't get that because we couldn't get past the preliminary to get to Argentina. So right. I'm very disappointed. I am. Uh, the only thing that's happened in my mind, and and it's a positive, is we never have to reference the Landon Donovan goal again. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we have a new goal to reference. <laughs> that's right. Although it was a great goal, I watched a few. I watched the highlights of that goal. I, I think it's a better goal than the Pulisic goal. The timing really? of it. Hey. I mean, it was it was the last. It was in extra time, and we needed the goal. It was just the excitement of it was. Right. I mean, I know he scored with his penis, so I have over here an extraordinary act with a penis. Yes. And just the timing and the big moment of the Donovan goal. But it's close. I'll give it right, to you. Right, right. I feel like if you score with your third leg, it's, I don't know. I mean, yeah. it's Hell cheating yeah. almost, right? If some yeah. people are playing with three legs, some people are playing with two. <laughs> Dude, guys, Everyone. I kind of want to put these Elite Eight matchups in perspective for you. So I'm going to, like, we're going to go over each one, and I want to compare them to like a college basketball matchup so you can kind of see okay. what you're expecting in this matchup chris i'm glad you're doing that because i was going to ask you of the eight teams greg do you know off the top of your head of the eight teams which team is the biggest underdog here like who's um, the cinderella i know the answer but we can ask my dad if you want i don't yeah. know the, the the quarterfinal i know the least about is portugal morocco i honestly have no idea who's favored there i i don't have a lot of intel the the other three I'm more familiar with. Um, what was the question? The biggest underdog? <laughs> I think uh, no. I think um, I think uh, who's uh, Brazil playing? Croatia. Uh, they got to be the biggest underdog. Croatia. 
I, I haven't looked at DraftKings. I'm going to look right now, but I, I would bet Morocco is the biggest underdog. But let me Okay, look. but all I care yeah, about look. is Billy leave that unedited because Craig answered a question and then asked me what wow. the question it's was. Greg Cody, do we have a sounder? Greg Cody was right. Croatia is plus 750 to win. Because you know what that is? That's yeah. Bra Brazil is just such a heavy favorite. Portugal is not thought of as as good as Brazil. So right. I actually think Morocco might be a little worse than Croatia, but Portugal's not as trustworthy as Brazil. That's what's Okay, but again, I, I beg you, Chris, just to slow down for a second. I know you're excited. It's the Elite Eight, all right? And yes, we should celebrate that your dad was indeed right. That was something what he did. But he answered a question and then asked me what the question was. That's great. <laughs> Edit that out. Good morning. Um, we're getting we're getting first cup of coffee, Greg Cody. First cup of coffee, Greg Cody is that something is, to behold. That is exactly uh, that is exactly correct. Um, but in, in my opinion, now the the world, you know, everybody um, pontificates and rhapsodizes over how great Brazil is, and then you have Argentina and Messi. Those you are the see two a beatable sexy team, teams huh? left. You see some beatable teams. What I see is. England France is the matchup I would watch. If, oh. you if you tell me I can only watch one quarterfinal, it's England France. I, I don't want to give you shit, Dad, but that is not a hot take. That is clearly the best matchup of this. This is this that we could spend the whole podcast talking England France. Like, really? It, well, it's the best matchup. But my point is, if you ask the rest of the world, they would gravitate. They want to watch Brazil. They want to watch Argentina. I disagree. Okay. Not in this setting. Not because of who they're playing. I just think that. England is such a polarizing uh, international soccer club because they have these high expectations. They always seem to underperform. This World Cup, they seem to be in form. This seems to be their time. They always find a way to screw it up, though. So everybody's just kind of sitting back. All the pressure's on England, and they got a tough matchup. France might be the best team in this tournament. I don't have why the, you so, I'm sorry, Greg. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't have the DraftKings odds in front of me. It wouldn't shock me if France were favored. It's got to be a very tight. It's close, though. Okay. Well, can I can I speak for the world except for England and France when I say is it possible that both these teams can lose? Because I mean I can't stand either country to be quite honest with you. I'm with you. It's a weird one. Like as far as rooting interests, like I right. kind of want both these teams to lose. I'd rather see one of these underdog teams. But Chris, are you saying that England France? If you're if you're comparing this to the Elite Eight NCAA tournament, right? Oh, this is. Are you saying that England France? This is one two getting through, right? This is this is Duke UNC. It, okay. It, yeah, this is like oh, wow. these, these are two powerhouses that have expectations of winning this entire tournament. The other three matchups, Argentina expects to win. Brazil, I'm talking about the whole World Cup. Like Croatia, even though they've made a final in recent World Cups, isn't exactly expected to win a World Cup. Uh, Netherlands isn't ex like while they could, is not expected to win. Morocco, of course, not expected to win a World Cup. So it's just like England and France. The loser of that matchup their country is going to be livid. Like, they are expecting to make it further than the Elite Eight. So the most pressure on both teams is definitely England-France, I'd say. Other than Argentina, there's just a ton of pressure on Messi because this is his last World Cup. Well, I would imagine, right, Greg, Argentina's got... The, the expected teams here are Brazil, Argentina, and Portugal. Most people feel like those three teams are going to get through, right? Correct. Right. Okay. Yes. It, was, it would be it would be upsets like not I don't know I don't want to say major upsets but they would be all those other three are upsets if they win for sure. Uh, Billy of their three opponents, let's find a lovable underdog, Bill. That's what I want to do. I want to find the Villanova of the Elite Eight. I want to find the NC State 
of the. I want to find the sister Jean. That's what I want to find. Well, we'll go yes. to Chicago. Wouldn't it be Morocco for knocking out Spain? I think Morocco and Netherlands are the two to look at in this no. spot because Brazil is for a... Netherlands. Well, Brazil. or yeah. can or yeah. can we root for Netherlands and then spin it? Because if the Netherlands wins the World Cup, then the U.S. was eliminated by the ultimate champion. Like, so you could fit. so you could argue that they're the second best team in the world. Greg, do we want to root for the team that beat the U.S. and join their bandwagon? Or do we want to root for the team, or, or do we want nothing to do with the team that eliminated uh, the world soccer power, the United States of America? That's a, a good argument to root for the Dutch. It really is. I like uh, it, partic- yeah. Particularly because I don't find, Morocco and Croatia are the sister gene candidates here, but I don't find either one of them particularly lovable. Mm. I don't know why. You know, you, you say to me Croatia, and I'm not thinking, wow. That's a great spot. I'd like to vacation there. Well, tell me more about that country. Croatia is actually there's, there's nothing. Cro- well, Greg's rolling. He's on to something. Croatia is pretty nice. Convinced. He's just speaking through. No, but what he's saying is, and he's hundred percent right. Is you think like Croatia doesn't come off as lovable underdog, nor a place I want to visit. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to picture uh, saying to my wife, you know what? Let's. Uh, Let's go to Croatia this summer. And she's like, what? And, no, and how about it. this? Morocco. Well, yeah, let's do it that way. Guys, your wife walks in, okay? And she says, listen, I have planned three trips. You get to choose one, okay? <laughs> it's a trip for you. This is a gift. Greg is so right about this. Here are your choices. Croatia, Morocco, or the Netherlands. Holland, okay? Mm. We're all sprinting to Holland, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> what my, am I doing to poor Morocco? <laughs> I bring up Morocco. My wife's like, I ain't getting on no camel. Cause I, get out I of here. Bill, I think Billy's right. I think Croatia is like Croatia's a, a nice place, place to yeah. go. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Is it? Is it? Okay. Yeah. I know. It's it's on, the, so. it's on the Mediterranean. Like it's lovely. Right. Yeah, you know I'm just being mean. You know how you know when you're watching. What do you have a, a summer house there? I watched below deck Mediterranean, and they were in Croatia one season. <laughs> you know when you watch a uh, a college football game, and it's like in the middle, you'll see N- it's NC State versus Duke, and you'll see NC State commercial. Come to NC State. Why don't right. they do that in the World Cup for the country? Like in the middle point. of a Croatia game. It's a great Come point. vacation in Croatia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Why are you doing it like you're yeah, on a cruise? Yeah, why are you dancing? I had, I had it, it was like a beach vibes. I had like like, mm. like luau okay. type stuff. Like, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. Wait, so what you want during the commercial breaks of the World Cup is a country to sell themselves as a vacation yeah. destination. I'm with Come you. Come check out Morocco. Yeah. I'm not, I don't know what to dance. I'm just going to say that. But yeah, yeah. Right. I wonder what Iran's commercial would have been. Oh, we boy. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. C- Qatar has had plenty of uh, of those sports washing commercials during this World Cup. They've had yeah, plenty of uh, That is true. Outsets. They're the one country that has done what I'm talking about. <laughs> They'll just be a commercial out of nowhere. Like, come, check us out. We have a World yes. Cup. That's right. We hate women. Oh, I don't think that's in the commercial. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone took that out. <laughs> and the one who put it in is now dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. <laughs> yep. 
this took a weird turn. Yeah, we're getting in dangerous territory. I started it by making fun of Croatia for no reason whatsoever. Listen, the only country that doesn't have to throw up a commercial trying to get me to come to their country is France. France, I got news for you. Never coming. Ever. You're ever. Never going never. to France. Paris what? is like, a, like one of the most famous cities in the world. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, I've got forty. I've got fifty years. Greg will agree with me. Now, I'm not saying Greg doesn't love Paris, but if you've got fifty years without caring about seeing Paris, being to Paris, I'll be fine. Okay. If I never see Paris, if I never go to France, it will not change my life at all. My dad Done. was. My dad's been in Paris. Yeah. I will. I will say. I know this. he likes it. We've been to Paris twice. Uh, the, the last time we were in Paris, we had a a beautiful boutique hotel. Our room was was within sight you looked out our room and you saw the arc de triomphe oh paris, paris is a gorgeous hey unless you're seeing city. the eiffel tower we don't care wait but chris I you're right these commercials are working greg's commercial for france is working i'm telling you i am enchanted by france it's a right. it's a wonderland i would go back i would recommend it to anybody i would also say that there's a reputation that the french don't like americans mm. uh all you have to do is is make an attempt to say, you know, to say bonjour instead oh, of uh, good they morning. They probably you know? hate you. What? You're like walking into a French like bakery, like bonjour, everyone. And they're exactly. like, this guy's clearly American <laughs> just saying bonjour. Yeah. Well, he's trying. He's trying. Thank you, Billy. <laughs> just don't say anything when you walk in the bakery. Just order your damn beignet. Wait, Greg, when you go to France, do you turn French? When you go to England, do you turn? Are you like an Englishman? Yes, <laughs> yes that's you... right. Yes. And by the way, they're not beignets, they're croissants. Yeah, beignets uh, in New Orleans, isn't it? I know, yes. yeah, but it sounds right. like a French word. I got yeah. caught in the air. I was looking it up because I was like, I don't want to. And by the way, I've also been to England, and that's a great country. I love England. That, okay. that, to, to me, I love England and France. I wish they both could win. Uh, oh. I'm rooting for England because... Um, uh, the men's team is under a lot of pressure. You know, the women's team, women's soccer is bigger than ever in England. And, and the women's team just won the Euros. And they're probably the second best team on earth behind the U.S. team. So there's pressure on the men's team. Be good. Be good. I mean, you know, win something. Do something sure. for a change. So uh, it'd be a great story if England got all the way to the final. Beignet is French. Not that this isn't, uh, not that this is a podcast about New Orleans, Greg, but you love New Orleans too, is my understanding. Yes. Have you ever gotten the uh, the little plastic baby in the king cake or no? Uh, I am familiar with what you're talking about. I'm not a big fan of king cake. It uh, it's a little too close to fruit cake to me, which I I don't like. But uh, right. yeah. What uh, What are your top favorite types of cakes? Like top five cakes. Hmm. Top five cakes. I'm not a big cake eater. I'm a pie eater. I'm a pie man. Really? Yeah. In fact, I would like a T-shirt that said "I'm a pie man." <laughs> oh, I couldn't be. I couldn't be more different from you. I'm. I. I. I'm not a big pie guy. Love a cake. Love a cake. Who are, are you? Top, wait, Greg. What are your top three pie? How about a pancake? By the way. Wow. I love does pancakes. That, does that count as a cake? What about I a think pie? It does. Cake? A pie cake would be nice. I have never heard of a pancake referred to as a cake. I mean, it's like the word. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, bur with birthday candles in it. <laughs> a very thin, very thin cake. Can I give a hot cake take? Yeah. Vanilla cake, the best. Just give me a piece of vanilla cake. Mm. What do you mean? You mean vanilla frosting is what you mean, no, right? I mean, no. Like the vanilla, the bread vanilla. Like yellow cake. cake. Oh, got it. Yeah. Like just. I, they have like the best, like at Publix. You go to Publix, they have like them individually sliced out. Just that one piece of like. It's it's vanilla bread, vanilla icing. 
I know. Maybe play the white guy sounder. I don't know. I just love vanilla cake. I like wow. it too. I'm with you on that. You just you describe an angel food cake. I tell you, know? you, if if Morocco would fire up a commercial during the commercial break the way you just did for cake for yellow cake, I'd they should Morocco tomorrow. I right. Mean. <laughs> Morocco could be the land of yellow cake. That could be their their tourism slogan. Billy, hmm. Are you looking up whether or not Morocco is a land of yellow cake? I'm not doing that. I put is a pancake a cake on the poll, so by the end of this, we'll have an update as to what the people right, think. Yeah. Okay. Can we back to the X's and O's real fast? Oh, wait, can we get? Great Greg's top three pies? I yeah, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't. Do you have them, Dad, uh, or do you want me to fill while you think of it? Do you have them right now? I'm going to go off the top of my head right, because, you know, number three, and you don't see this nearly enough. I look at Publix. I'm trying to buy it. They don't have it. Blueberry pie. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay, that's it's classic. It's, oh, classic. my God. Can I so just, I mean, are you thinking of a blueberry muffin? I don't even know if I've ever had blueberry pie. I mean, cake. But Blueberry I mean, pie. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Blueberry pie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got confused there. I thought you were doing cake. I was like, I've never even heard of yeah. blueberry cake. I would say my second would my second would be apple pie. Yeah, uh, apple pie. A la mode, right? Class, yeah, and you throw a little if ice cream can, there. Right. I won't bother bother you for it. Um, He's gonna and, go with an obscure number one. He no, likes no, to do this because number one, his his number one favorite ice cream is maple walnut. Don't undercut him. Let him That's let's true. See. Maybe it's you know maybe I'm, I'm, surprise you. No, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not reinventing the wheel here. My favorite uh, uh, pie is key lime pie. But oh, I love key lime. Yeah, pie. it has to be original key lime pie. Mm. It, it has to be genuine, made with key limes, the small key limes, which you you see on trees growing uh, on the way to Key Key That's West. Great. It's, it's great. Yeah, Greg, I am told pie. that the key lime pie. Now, I am not a fan of key lime pie, but I am told that the key lime pie at Joe Stone Crab is the greatest key lime pie ever. I have had it there. It's very good. It's quality. Right. You know, it needs a, to me. Key lime pie demands like a graham cracker crust. Yeah, it demands that that uh, that authentic tart key lime flavor. I, I don't like to overdo it with the whipped cream. You know, maybe give me a little uh, ribbon of whipped cream along the uh, along the top, but that's all I need. Mm-hmm. I don't need whipped cream over the whole pie. I don't need mm-hmm. whipped cream in every bite. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, mm-hmm. totally. God bless football. <laughs> God bless football. football. But what we were saying before about who we should be rooting for, yeah. the Netherlands, see, the U.S. played great against England, one of the powerhouses in this tournament, and then they looked like crap against Netherlands. So maybe if you look at just what the U.S. did against these teams, maybe the Netherlands is just in form right now as much as anyone. So that might be the underdog play, I'm thinking. Okay. It could be. I'm, I'm well, rooting. Uh, I have a rooting interest for Argentina because of Messi. Out of out of great respect for his career, um, my anti-rooting interest would be Brazil, only because that's like rooting for the Yankees. It, you know, that's like rooting for the the ultimate favorite. When in in the studio Tuesday when I was in there, and Witty and uh, and Mike were going on and on about the beauty of Brazilian football, I practically gagged. I mean, it's it's why people hate Brazil. Be, you know, to act like Brazil is the only. Uh, club on earth, the the only nation on earth that can play this beautiful brand of football. Well, let's see. They haven't won the the past four World Cups they've been in. So apparently, there's something wrong with their game. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm just I'm 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 anti Brazil. Nothing against the individual players, but just the idea that Brazilian football is up here and everybody else is down here. I totally understand what you're saying, but here's what I like, Greg. If there's a game that's going to lure me in, right? It's going to be Argentina and Brazil in the semifinals, and so oh, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, 
But if you like Duke and Carolina, you know, playing in a Final Four, I feel like this is the equivalent of that. If you could get Argentina and Brazil, that's a game I'd watch. I'd sit down I and don't. watch that game. Yeah. I would watch it. You're, you're right, Billy. <laughs> I don't think there's a game that's going to lure you in. But to his point, while, while he's full of shit, his point is a thousand percent right. Thank you. Argentina, um, Argentina, Brazil, Portugal, and then either of those two teams are is an epic Final Four. Like right. the, the World Cup, if we talk about what the World Cup is rooting for, get out of here, Croatia. Get out of here, Netherlands. Get out yeah. of here, Morocco. I don't think mm, they right. care, England or France, because that's huge. Although they probably want England in, I think, at this point, because they've seen yeah. France do it yep. last World Cup. England is just, their fans are so hungry. I kind of am rooting for England to lose just because of, like, the narrative with England, like, just historically being Chokers. a team that's, they're expected because they have all these, their pool of players is, like, as big as anybody's in terms of people that right. play soccer. They invented and, soccer. Yeah, that's what I mean, and... It's in, in the very plausible Final Four, you uh, suggest Portugal is the clear Cinderella. Portugal yeah. is the is the ultimate underdog in that foursome. By the way, their coach, who is it, Santos? I mean, look at me, Louis, that guy. Benji yeah. Ronaldo. I mean, yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, Go win a World Cup, dude. The Jesus guy, Christ. The guy, the guy that he put in for Ronaldo scored three goals <laughs> in the game. You're That's the only a... person with the take of ripping that coach for that move. <laughs> I take everything I said about him back. That is a great move by Santos. Double down, really double was. down. <laughs> Will he do it in this game, though? I mean, you got to stay with Chris, I was going to say, it's World Cup time. Play your best players, but apparently he did. He knows his team better than I do. The question is, is you can't go back to Ronaldo after that performance. The guy's going to be on the pine again. I mean, he's, he's it's just, right? After, them, after scoring a hat trick, you can't go back to Ronaldo. He's been such a nuisance, Ronaldo. He, he's really, yeah. you know, he's, he hasn't done his reputation well in the past year, that's for sure. And now there's this rumor he's going to sign uh, with that Saudi Arabian club that's offering him like $220 million a year or something. You well, it. now I'm thinking I should root for uh, Morocco, to be quite honest. With all I the think I might. Yeah. I think I Maybe might. Maybe that's yeah. my Cinderella, Billy, Morocco. I you told know? you. There are yeah. one, they're, the, like, they're one of those teams. They, they've just played really well in this tournament. Like No one expected them to really make any noise. But that happened in 2018. Croatia, the team that we're just putting Brazil past, Croatia made the World Cup final, the last World Cup against France. So, really, you know, yeah. So it's I've like forgotten that. It's it's like one of those things where you you just think, oh, Croatia, Brazil, that's easy. Brazil, Croatia has been here, done that. Which country would be most excited by winning this? I know they all would, England. but like, is it England? Would it's not it's not Holland, right? Well, because I mean, they've Brazil been to the finals too. and lost, right? Brazil is just like the, the, they're main like the, they're maniacs about soccer in Brazil, so. Yeah, I mean, they would be obviously ecstatic, but I think in terms of teams that have been expected to compete and just have sucked in the last handful of World Cups, England is the team I think is the most hungry, if that's what you're asking. I feel like I want to get behind England. They've had a rough year. The Queen passed away. I mean, I feel like it's a country. Greg loves the country. I feel like it's a country. Billy's face at Stugatz when you said that. (laughs) <laughs> Trying to find some angles here, Bill. I'm with you, Sugat. Welcome aboard. Thank you. Welcome aboard the bandwagon, the yeah, English well, bandwagon. Wait, hold you. on. So are we all adopting teams? You're both choosing England now? Uh, I, I'm adopting England as the team, as like a favorite team that I would want to like chalk, and then I'm adopting Morocco as my Villanova. Okay? okay. I'm adopting Portugal because they're the only team left that I put a flyer on before the tournament. 
So that's your favorite. Do you have like a, a lovable underdog? Well, no, that's. Th I would say at this point, looking at all these teams, Portugal's. I wouldn't say one of the favorites. I would say, like we said, if if the if the the final four that the World Cup wants, Portugal's the fourth, the, the longest shot of those four teams. So I wouldn't call them a favorite, but uh, that's who I'm rooting for. Hmm. I, I, and. <laughs> I'm going back and forth. Before, I was just saying I'm rooting against England, and then I was just about to say the exact opposite, that it would be nice to see England make it. Well, so I don't know what guy, I want. Yeah. The, yeah, the England-France game, I, mean, it's a country I have in no morning. clue. Mm. I have no clue what I'm rooting for Enough in the England-France game. <laughs> the Queen factor. That's a good, I, that's a good note by you, the Queen the factor. For the Win queen. one for the Queen, Greg. That's right. Mm -hmm. Win yeah. one for Elizabeth. <laughs> I am right. Go, Liz. <laughs> Damn right. Dad, how Too many soon? England players can you name? Uh, Kane. Yeah. That a boy. Uh, and uh, other than Kane, I am not able to oh, name anybody boy. else. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. But I will say, I have English and French blood. That, that's my heritage. So that is, that is definitely Cote's my match. Wow. House uh, divided then, huh? Or I guess a Greg Cody divided for this game. <laughs> yeah, I am divided. I, well, I wouldn't mind seeing either team win. But French just won four years ago. And England uh, really needs this. The right. England. Plus the Queen died. Yeah, and yeah. the Queen died. God right. rest her soul. Yeah. So uh, go England. And as far as I'm concerned, that's my rooting interest. I'll put it out there. I want England to win the world. But you know, if France wins, then you're also happy because you have some French blood. Hey, your last name is Cote. Yes, yes. correct. It is a French but, surname. Okay, but he has good reasons. I mean, France won, you know, four years ago, and and England's yeah. had a rough year, and he he likes England, you know. I would like selfishly for France to go further for Greg to root for France so that he could wear a beret. Yeah. Oh. He did come back from France last time, like wearing that for a week. I did. No, I really did. I bought I bought it in the De Gaulle airport uh, just before boarding to come home, and I felt ridiculous. I don't know where that is now. I wish I could find it. You wore it on the plane out of France? Like, God, did they hate you. They hated you so much. It was fun. What's the what's the American version of a like a beret like a if somebody hat. like a cow like if some cowboy <laughs> hat yeah yeah like, yes right it's like some yeah. guy comes over here from France walking around in a cowboy some hat. French yes. guys like howdy ten partner. gallon hat right? howdy partner <laughs> you want a bunch of things <laughs> and my dad thinks that's endearing when he goes to France he's like bonjour bonjour he didn't wear it in France he only wore it on the plane that's back. True. Yeah, that's Do you correct. say we, Dad, a lot too, instead of yes? We, we, we. O-U-I. Yeah, you have to. <laughs> you, they want to see an effort. Christopher, you can mock me all you want, but the French want to see an effort. Mm -hmm. You know, when, to when, embrace you, their culture, country, and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Instead of thank you, you go merci, and and they they appreciate that. I don't care what you say. Do you drink French beer when you're there? Um. Yeah, I definitely drink. Uh, local beer. There's a beer over there. I think it's called 1660. Oh, it, it, it's um. Is that the right name of it? Yeah, Look I don't up. know. I don't know a French beer. Like if you say most countries, I can like think of like a beer that I associate. I don't th like. I can't think of a French beer. Right. 1664. That's it. Yeah. 1664. Uh, that was. Uh, I, I was wailing on that beer when I was in France, and it's excellent. Right. It's mm. really good. You have a you Croatian it, like, beer, Chris. Croatia, I don't have a beer for. <laughs> well, a Moroccan a Croatian beer. beer yeah. Or Argentina. No. Moroccan would be a good name for a beer. 
It would. You're getting a six pack of Moroccan. <laughs> it sounds like a beer. You're right. Really and maybe the country is named after a beer. Probably. <laughs> uh, Billy, do you have the lines for for the game? Like England, France. So Greg, yeah. uh, Chris, you have them. Okay. Yeah. England is plus one ninety five to win. France plus one fifty. A draw? Well, there's no draws. I guess it's well, just because it's it's oh, it's regular time. You so, can still bet a draw, but that's just if you think it's going to get to overtime. Like, yeah. You can bet a draw in 90 minutes, and you like it's plus 230 if you think they're just going to go to overtime. That's okay. the closest odds, right? That match yeah, by far. Yeah. Wait. So 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 what's the sp- is there? It's even. It's basically even. It's plus 150, plus 195. See. And then Portugal's minus 150, Brazil minus 260. Argentina and Netherlands is the same as France, England, where both teams are plus to win. So okay. that's that gives you a taste of what the, the, the closest games that are expected are Argentina, Netherlands, France, England. Por- Portugal expected with the odds to beat Morocco. Brazil more so expected to beat Croatia. Okay, so that's where sure. we're at. What is Brazil minus what? Brazil's minus what? Brazil is minus 150. I have it, but yeah, 155. Brazil's minus 150. 255. No, no, no. I have Portugal minus 150. No, he said Brazil. I'm sorry. I thought he said Portugal. Yeah, Let's go go game by game here, right? Yeah. So England, France. England, you're saying, is plus 150? I feel like that the play here with these numbers is find the draw. Which of these games is going to extra time? Because those are all good juice, man. You can... If you think Netherlands, Argentina, or England, France is going to overtime, that's plus two twenty. All right, I like I like uh, I like the Netherlands and Argentina to go to OT. I okay, do. Yeah, that's plus two twenty. That's a nice little nice little number there. Okay, so that's the game I'm going with for just just to get to overtime. Just so you're betting the draw. I like that too. I'll take that yeah. with you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Portugal staying hot and beating Morocco minus one fifty. I would take that in regular time. And I'd just go Brazil too. Like that would just go chalk with those two. Personally. How about the big how about the big match? England big France. Matchup, I'm gonna go with the more juice. It's a coin flip game for me. I'm gonna go the one that'll pay better. I'll take England. So although the draw there plus two thirty sounds nice. Yeah, I like that too. I'm gonna take England and the draw. So I have England winning in overtime or PKs. Yeah. I have a question for you, uh, Chris. Because your dad's conflicted because he has English and French in him, so therefore you would as do. well. Do you feel more English or more French, or you feel more disconnected from that uh, that line of lineage? Also, where's your mother from? Like, where does where in the mix do you uh, do you get there? I think my mom has got some German. Okay, in her dad. You you honestly, I don't. I need to do a twenty three and me. I don't know ex- like that. What am I? Um. Your mother has more uh, English blood, um, as as well. Like in, you part I would German, say, you're, Dad? I know I have some German in no, me somewhere. I, okay. I think uh, I think your mother has a little bit of German, okay. but mostly English. Yeah. And I'm uh, English and and French, so I'd say English is probably your pr- predominant. But, whatever. To Billy's question, I've always kind of because I've always had my whole life when people are like, "Oh, your last name, Cody." I'm like, "Oh, it's French. It's Cote." Actually, we just took off the little thingy. So, like, just that sentence that I've said dozens of times to people throughout my life makes me feel more French than English. So you okay. feel French? Did you take French in school? No, I took Spanish. Well, I mean, it was just confusing all of it. Unfortunately, took, uh, unfortunately, in high school. Your nationality is not based on what you feel like it is. <laughs> it's what it actually. I'm glad That's that right. you feel more French. Oui, like, oui. 
let's run a DNA test like I did on my dog. That my dog had a DNA test, but I don't have one. Go I, I know What's your some, dog? Oh, yeah, what is it? It's He's just, uh, it's all the things. It's like German Shepherd. Is this Rottweiler. Jumping Charlie? Yeah, yeah. Jumping Charlie is forty-one percent pit bull. Oh, and twenty percent Rottweiler. Those are and also there was also German Shepherd in there. Dad. I there think like the German years. Shepherd was like a distant third or fourth. Yeah, yeah well, was, Chris, like, oh. that's where you got your German from. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hey, you're part German Shepherd. Congrats. <laughs> it was a rough night for Greg. I know. A couple of generations ago, something went awry in the oh, family. I can't uh, explain right. it. What are we talking about? Bestiality. <laughs> Guys, I have uh, I have some bad news. What? Not see that coming. Early poll results are back on is a pancake a cake or not? Yeah. 80% of the audience says, no, a pancake is not a cake. Wow. Mm -hmm. okay. People have spoken. That yes, earlier this week on the Levitard show, like the jokes were being made about maybe Dick Rubido being my father. Oh, Lord. And I, and I wanted to clarify that I know you're my father because we have the same hands. So I think it's time for us to both lift our hands up into the screen and like let everyone see. No, it's the thumb, Dad. Come on, show your thumb. Oh. Rubido sounds the other way. French. Maybe that's where turn you get Turn it the other French way, Dad, from. so you can see this side of the thumb. What are you doing? <laughs> what do you want me to do? I want you to show me the back of your thumb. There you go. Look at, come on, guys. Admit I don't have, do you have different thumbs. It's a, a Cody thumb. I know I have freckles. Take away, no, just look no. at the shape of the hands. Dad, just do this. That, further away from the camera. Oh, my dad has old man hands now. I don't That's, want it to stop. <laughs> maybe it's our feet, Dad. Put your feet up here. No, I'm kidding. We're not doing that. I'm, okay, please. Take your penises out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, we have the same thumbs. It's true. We do. Sorry. Cody thumbs. Show the back of your thumb. There you go. Come on. Come on. Look at that. Look there at it thumbs. is. There I don't know. <laughs> your thumb is rounder. That's, actu that's actually rounder, penis. Chris. I am so happy we took the longest possible path to get to that. Maybe you're not my father. I need to see Dick Rubido's hands. Rubido sounds French to me. Maybe that's why you feel French. Yes. Rubes, right? Oh, Dr. Uh, All right, I got to, I got to, I got to run here in a minute. And again, the Elite Eight starts in like 40 minutes. So, yes. so uh, I'm we should probably get this out. Yeah. All okay, right. so, so well, let's just go through them quickly. England and France, we're taking, uh, this is the group of near death. It is God plus football. Uh, we are taking, are we taking England in this game? Is that who we're rolling with? I'm going with, in the two close games, Argentina, Netherlands, England, France, I'm going with draw plus two. I'm, I'm getting them both to get to overtime. Mm. I burped. Okay. You're talking about you, who you're betting? Yeah. yeah. And who oh, we I'm like. And who we like. Greg, who do you like in the game? I like England. Me I too. think it's England's year. Yeah, um, for sure. I, I, you know, are we going game by game, or you want all my? Yeah, I'm going to quickly go game by game. Quick, yeah. England, England. All right, so I'm taking England. Billy, who do you like? I go France. Yeah, Chris. Uh, I'm going to draw. Okay, okay, draw. I'm taking the draw too. Dad, I'm taking you the can draw bet too. that. You can bet it. Just you. No, can Greg. Just what bet. he's saying is, you can bet, Greg. You can bet that the game will end in a draw and still right. have France winning in overtime right. or PKs. Okay, know? I thought we were predicting who we think is going to win each game. Yeah, I am. I think it gets to overtime and France wins in overtime. Okay, okay. so okay. it's two-two there. Okay. Yeah. I All think right. it's extra time and soccer. extra time. Yeah. So I'm going uh, Portugal Morocco. 
Portugal. I like Morocco. My future bet, Portugal. Mm. Okay, I'm going to go with Greg. I'm I'm on Morocco as my Villanova, as my sister Jean. How about that? Me too. Yeah. I now want to go to Morocco. I have all sorts of curiosities about Morocco. Right. <laughs> right. I also want a six pack of Moroccan. You know. Yes. I like it. <laughs> uh, Brazil and Croatia. Mm. Going chalk. Brazil. Yeah. Brazil. Okay. I'd love to see an upset, but uh, you got to go with Croatia Brazil there. Too, yeah. I'm betting all these. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Holland and Argentina, Netherlands and Argentina. Give me which the I'm, upset. Which I've announced I'm doing the plus 220 draw already. Okay. Give me the upset. I'm going draw to get to extra time. Netherlands wins. So, wow. so if you think, Greg, if you think it's a draw, then you're assuming it will likely get to PKs. And once it gets right. to PKs, it's anyone's game, right? Anyone's game. I'm I'm gonna go with I'm I'm riding the Messi train. I don't think it's over yet for Messi. If, if it's a draw, it doesn't likely go to PKs. You still play the whole. Yeah, no, I know, but there's a good minutes. chance, Billy. Thirty that's minutes. All I'm right. Thirty yeah. extra minutes. I, Billy, the larger point was if you get to PKs, anyone can win in PKs. Yeah. That's all. So yeah, yeah. Correct. So I'm thinking this game might get all the way to PKs, and I'm trying to think. Chris is going to tell me Argentina has the five better players, of course, but you never know in PKs, you know? never know. Go with, the, go with the one that pays better, man. Just take the juice. I like Anytime it's close, just go with the thing that pays better. Take Netherlands. All right, I'm going to take the Netherlands. Um, even though I want to see Argentina and Brazil, I'm going to take Netherlands. Game ends in a draw. I'm going to take the Netherlands, Brazil, Morocco and England. That's who I'm going with. That's my final four. God bless football, guys. Yes. That's right. God bless football. God bless football. Yeah. Also, Supodity is sponsored by DraftKings. DraftKings DraftKings.com. Promo code Stu. (laughs) Thanks. Nailed it. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot has changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. It was the original light beer, and to this day, it's still the best one. Miller Lite has more of the taste you want and less of the stuff you don't. What I love to do, what me and my friends do, when we're sitting around, we like to enjoy it with ice-cold Miller Lights. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.